You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time for Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that brings you the freshest New Albany steamed hams. <laughs> nice. I'm Cody. <laughs> I'm Sam. And I'm Samantha. And I'm oh. Super Nintendo Chalmers. <laughs> it's actually Utica. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, he was from Utica. Oh, that's Steam true. Steam hands come from New Albany. That's true. <laughs> Seymour, oh. the house is on fire. No, Mother, those are the Northern Lights. <laughs> those are the Northern Lights. In this studio, at this time of day, in this part of the world. Yes. Well, Seymour, you are an odd fellow, but I must say... You steam a good ham. <laughs> okay, we've got it all. We've up. got it. We've we've done all of steam hands. All right. So yeah, uh, thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news steamed, to go over. Steamed hams, but it's nerd overload. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get into the things we've been checking out. I'm I'm done with the intro. I'm done with this intro. <laughs> it immediately went off the rails yep. in the best way. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I do want to know why the rise of some clip. In an ancient episode of The Simpsons. Steamed Hams is great, though. Yeah, well, I know, I know, but... It's a fantastic Simpsons gag. I, yeah. I, it just, I don't know, it just blew up for some reason. I think the first thing that did it was that Steamed Hams, but it's rock band track. Oh, for yeah. For Guitar Hero, one of the two. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's what brought it back into the public consciousness. And from then on, it's been Steamed Hams, but it's... I think my steamed ham all the way down. Yeah. I think my favorite though was the uh, the L.A. Noir. Oh yeah, that one's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was very good. There's a ghost trick one, which is oh there a, is a really obscure pool, but the person who did it like put a lot of time into it. It looks like ghost trick. Oh, that's excellent. Anyway, check it out. Check it out. Um, I'll do mine real quick because I can't talk about it, <laughs> which seems to be a theme lately. Yeah, it's not cuss. It's not cuss. No. Although, I'll, if you're listening to this, I'm probably, depending on when you listen to it, I'm probably on my way to the second cuss. But no, um, I got a chance to see Avengers Infinity War on opening night. Everyone go see that movie right now. Don't read any spoilers. Just do it. Just go see it. Just do it. Don't do, don't do sleep it. on this one. Do it. I'm not going to talk about it because I'm not going to talk about it. You're not going to be that guy that spoils it for I'm everybody. not going to be that guy. Go, go see this movie. Like, oh my God, go see this movie. <laughs> no, so that's really been all I've checked out. Although I did discover that they brought back Oreos uh, to that's stores. That's a good cereal. And I was, I was munching down on a bowl of Oreos <laughs> this morning before we started recording the show. And let me tell you, it's delicious. <laughs> Still good. Still good after all these years. Yeah, it's the same cereal too. Yeah, yeah. It's like they didn't bring it back. It's not like a pet cemetery situation with with the cereal <laughs> where, where it came, came back, back wrong. wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a uh, Mountain Dew uh, pitch black situation yeah. where it came back but it wasn't right. No, Actually, this is I, exactly. I think I like the new the newer version of pitch well, black you versus are a the old crazy one. person. <laughs> Why don't I like grape flavored things anyway? But it tastes I, just like grape. <laughs> And there's a joke no one got. There's a joke right that, that is just for the four of us in this room yeah. <laughs> with that. Wow. Mm. Perfect radio. In jokes and steamed, steamed ham. We're, we're, we're rocking it. You almost said stink ham. I almost said stink <laughs> ham. Yeah. Stink ham. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have to say, Seymour, you stink a good ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Speaking of Pet Cemetery references. Yeah, let's hear it. We watched uh, Justice League the Ooh, other day. That's that's a fun time. No, it wasn't. No, not even a little bit. <laughs> no, it was no. a bad time. It was, I got bored uh, like halfway through, maybe even less. I don't know. It's a long movie it to be so long. bad. It is very long and very just not interesting. Like, like stuff happens, but it's like, I don't care. Yeah, for some reason I didn't give a crap. I don't know. <laughs> Like, they even managed to make Wonder Woman not cool anymore. Yeah, like, everything about that movie was awful. I just, yeah. ugh, ugh. Super ugh. bland. Yeah. Gotta get, written bad. get my cubes. <laughs> Gotta get a Bendigo and get my cube more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that sketch kills me. I've been using it way too much lately. <laughs> I even called games. Uh, the guy works at GameStop, Preston, uh, me and him go back and forth with it real bad. I I I called GameStop, and I was like, I was like, we're going to Bendigo, <laughs> and I could hear him cackling in the back. It was so like because another guy, Travis, put the focus. I don't want to go to Bendigo, and I could hear Preston just dying in the background. <laughs> uh, for people who don't know, uh, Adult Swim did this r- weird Rick and Morty sketch from a, fa- a fan animator. Uh, where Rick and Morty are Australian, just regular people <laughs> going to some area called Bendigo. <laughs> so <laughs> to get Rick's cube is so it's so stupid and weird. <laughs> I I wasn't I can't I still can't sit through the whole thing, but I still think uh, get, get me cube is hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, Justice League. Justice League. It was weird to see uh, Wonder Woman shot from the male gaze. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not great. It doesn't seem. Like Wonder Woman. Uh, I forgot Aquaman was in the movie at one point. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, he is in this movie. Oh, yeah. How how did they make Aquaman, a guy who lives underwater, look like he stinks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. It's like a thin layer of felt. Yeah, yeah. that shouldn't happen. It is con- I mean, have you contact. been in the ocean? It's polluted. That's true. Yeah. His contacts are real bad. Too. They're not. They're not good. He looks like a googly eye man the whole time. <laughs> so it's really. It was really apparent to me while watching that film what scenes were shot by Zack Snyder and which ones were retouched by Joss Whedon. Yeah, like so painfully obvious between the two. It's literally night and day. And that yeah. Well, that one's the scene where Superman comes back. If if you watch the trailers, that was all shot at night. <laughs> that was all supposed to be like day for night, like composited and darkened down to make it a nighttime fight. And they like brightened it. So all the costumes look weird and washed out. And um, what do you think of Superman's face? <laughs> because, you know, yeah. you had CG they had to CGI his his mustache off. <laughs> it was not oh, great. Man, I tell you, like one of like my favorite cringy moments in that movie is when they're fighting him. The the, the newly resurrected, resurrected Superman. Yeah. And like he's got he's got everybody basically in a chokehold and Flash is running circles around him and then he just slowly turns his head yeah. and looks mm-hmm. at him like he smelled a bad fart in the shower. Yeah. Oh, the the worst part for me was right at the very beginning they had like that uh the can the uh phone camera oh with the kids video of the kids yeah, asking yeah, and, his face and, and Superman so like weird. smiles oh, at the yeah. camera and you see like the CGI lip jiggle because he's because <laughs> they can't get it right he's like it's like. <laughs> like, it, it was like Superman done by Seaman. Uh, it's 
awful. <laughs> and there's so many jokes that just did not land. Yeah. Just bad. It was just like, oh, there they attempted a humor. <laughs> yeah. Even the Joss Whedon-y jo- jokes were just too Joss Whedon-y to be any good. Yeah. <laughs> I thought um, the Flash was probably the closest thing to an enjoyable character in yeah. the film. But I got tired of him whining about not being, being able to do anything about yeah. his abilities. He's the fastest man alive. And when he <laughs> runs, lightning comes out of his boots and face. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. I felt it felt like Ezra Miller was trying to do his best Adam Devine. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like if they would have just got him. Yeah, that probably would have been it pretty great. Just as well. yeah. Sure. And OK, can you tell me anything about the villain of that film? He looked like a Power Rangers bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Like a bad one. Yeah, yeah, not a good one. Like one of the later seasons yeah. where the budget ran out. And he is another thing where somebody was really upset about their mommy. He kept talking about his mother box. Yeah. Oh, it's geez. another mother issue thing. The, like The Martha box. I was going to say that. Ah, oh, you jerk. <laughs> It's like what? What is with all the mommy issues in these films? That's okay. The Marvel films have daddy issues. That's so. true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Odin's a crappy dad. <laughs> well, it's not just Odin, but I'm I not know. gonna get Ego's into it. Ego's a cr- really crappy. Dad. Mm-hmm. Howard Stark is a crappy dad. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, hey, so is. Hey, hey, you know yeah. who? You know who wasn't? You know who wasn't a garbage father? Yondu. Yeah. Yondu was a good dad. That's he a may, good space he dad. May not have been his father, but he sure, sure wasn't your daddy. <laughs> he sure was your daddy. Or yeah, I whatever. We, whatever. We butchered that line, but it's okay. Yeah. You get the sentiment. It's all right. <laughs> I'm Martha Stewart, y'all. <laughs> not Martha Stewart. Whoa! Wow! Whoa! Whoa! Wow! Whoa. Okay. <laughs> all right. Mary Poppins. See you next week, everybody. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm out. I'm done. We're done. I'm, I'm Good retired. night, everybody. <laughs> I'm retired. I'm obviously losing it. Uh. <laughs> Quick, someone bring us out of the spiral. <laughs> what else did Far Cry Five? Yeah, I've been playing Far Cry Five, and it is sure it sure is a heck of a lot of hillbilly good times. <laughs> uh, the story, while having the potential to be very interesting and good, um, it totally tanks. screws that up. Yeah, it tanks it the that. mark. Yeah, it totally misses the mark. But I also think that's not the game they wanted to make. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I think a lot of the reviews were complaining about it, like, sidestepping all these issues. And it's like, I don't think it wanted to make a game that tackles serious issues. I think they wanted to make a game where you use a American flag painted uh, dune buggy to jump over fire. <laughs> and that sounds pretty rad. Yeah. I mean. Or have a pet cougar that mauls cultists. <laughs> I don't... I don't feel like any of the Far Cry games were really meant to be serious issue tackling games. Yeah, I mean, they the pre, the gaming press wanted more out of the game than they were ever going to get. Yeah, it's a Far Cry game, right? At least they didn't reuse a map. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, have you seen like on Polygon? I think I forget what video they were doing for it, but it was like a um ended up making up a fake uh, game mode where all they did was throw shovels and uh, spades <laughs> or like uh, hose and stuff. Like that's the only way of doing melee. They just like launch them across the map at the, at the cultists. I didn't even know you could do that. I yeah, saw where yeah. somebody's like chucking baseball bats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it it's like a definite, like, and as much as I don't like turn your brain off and have a good time type of thing, this is definitely it. And it works. 
mm-hmm. and it really leans into the hillbilliness of it all yeah. in a way that kind of is ironically fun to me. <laughs> you know, everything I've seen about it seems like it's like one step away from being an 80s canon film. Like, uh, you can almost see Chuck Norris like <laughs> yeah. going through fighting a bunch of hillbilly cultists in the woods. Steven with... Seagal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he kind of did that. Death Wish 15, his <laughs> time in the woods. It's just really stupid fun. I mean, I turned it down to easy because mm-hmm. it's. I thought it was kind of difficult, and mm-hmm. it's also the kind of first-person shooter that I'm bad at where you have to like stop and think and hide and stuff. Mm-hmm. You just want to go through and shoot. Yeah, and feel I, powerful. Yeah, I want to feel like a, I want to be the Doom Marine in every first-person shooter I play. It's just the way... He's just so angry. <laughs> busting guns blazing yeah it's just the way i've i grew up playing first person shooters and that's the way they all were in the 90s you know quake doom quake duke nukem duke nukem that's just the way that's just the way i like my first person shooter so i turned this one down to easy so i can feel like a real powerful big man (laughs) how'd you play wolfenstein same way (laughs) I don't think it works that way. It, it was even more cathartic in Wolfenstein because it was Nazis and Klansmen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't like having to be strategic or think too much in a first version shooter. Unless it's something like Bioshock or like a System Shock where there's all kinds of different role playing elements. Right. But like it's definitely worth like renting or getting it out of a red box or something. Being all goofy with. Yeah. There's a lot of fun, um, like, evil Knievel stunt missions. <laughs> nice. But there's a fake stunt guy named Clutch Nixon. <laughs> and you go through and recreate all his old stunts that he did. Excellent. Those are fun. I haven't seen one. Well, it's because you're at work. Rude. <laughs> I, think my, I think my favorite Far Cry game, though, was Blood Dragon. Oh, yeah, Blood Dragon was cool. I did play a little bit of Blood Dragon. Super 80. That's the crazy 80. Was yeah. One. Yeah, yeah, with the laser guns and the... Mm-hmm. You know, rad dinosaur dragon thing i i loved like the 80s aesthetic like filter over oh, thing oh yeah they went like, they went they went they went like just off the wall with it oh yeah so ridiculous because yeah, I've, I've only played far cry like far cry one and five and blood dragon i played one i really liked one but the map was really small because it was a product of its time two i did not care for because two brought in the whole thing where you like you have weird superpowers and you kind of go like beast man on people and maul <laughs> people to death. But it did also bring in, you can make traps and spring traps on guys. Mm. In, in five, you can ingest homeopathic performance enhancer, <laughs> which are drugs, <laughs> <laughs> which I just unlocked that the other day. There's one that makes you punch real hard and you punch people and they go flying. <laughs> nice. And there's one that just makes you really fast and it is called fast. <laughs> Oh, creative name. Actually, yeah, there's Fast, and then the one that makes you punch hard is called Furious. <laughs> and there's a, oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that. There's a third one I forget, and I haven't gotten is it Is it called and? Yeah, and? And. And the? And the. <laughs> I haven't gotten that one yet, though, so I don't know what it's called. Well, it makes you turn really quick when you're when you're running. It's called Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine drifting on their feet. I mm-hmm. like the driving in it. The driving has a nice drift to the turns that I enjoy. The flying is total like 
baby's first flying game. Oh, really? Like the planes can take off with like maybe like a half a foot of of runway time, mm-hmm. and you can just like basically turn three hundred and sixty <laughs> degrees in the air on, practically on the spot. Yeah, like. Star Fox is a more realistic flying <laughs> and here, and here I always wonder if it was more like Grand Theft Auto flying where it's garbage. Oh no, no. It's it's so e- it's so easy that it's almost trivial. <laughs> sky driving. Yeah, it basically is sky driving. It's like um descent. Jeez. 360 degrees of freedom. <laughs> Josh, did you do anything? I've done a, I've done a, I've done some things. Let me f- amend that. Did you do any non uh, Sea of Thieves things? <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so I went out and as kind of like an impulse purchase, and I generally don't do impulse purchases to this amount. Um, I went out and got a PlayStation Four Pro. Nice, excellent. Yay! You've joined the fold. <laughs> the fold of. I wanted to play Dad of War. Yeah. yeah. Which, how is God of yeah, War? Yeah, how is it? I have not played it yet. Man, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. I've played the other God of War games, and while they are enjoyable, mindless destruction, racking up as many combo kills as you can, um, this one actually has like narrative and depth. Yeah. And it makes you feel kind of sad. And this one makes, I've heard this one makes you feel for Kratos, where the other games, uh, Kratos is just like a bad dude. He's just an angry, angry, angry ball well, of hate. He, well, he's just, he's a, not a good guy. He's a yeah. murder yell man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that, that's Duva King. <laughs> at least when I play, yeah. well, at least when I play Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, so uh, God of War is really good. Yeah, I enjoy it. Um, everything is beautiful. Like the, mm-hmm. just the levels just look amazing. Is the camera, like, one camera thing cool? Because I read about that the other day. It just has one camera. It never cuts away. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, interesting. It, yeah, I, honestly, I didn't really notice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good. Um, Kratos is super grumpy. and As he should be. And has, like, <laughs> basically, his his son will, like, say basically anything. He just, he just, he just poo-poos on it. Well, so he yells hard. boy at him, right? Oh, he calls him boy all the time. Boy. But there's like that boy ain't right. Boy, <laughs> Atreus, that boy ain't right. <laughs> I'm God of War. I'll tell you what, boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely into some propane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he some, is. He is propane. <laughs> and has some propane accessories. Yeah, namely the axe. Hank <laughs> of War is <laughs> propane. How is the axe compared to the chain blades he used to have? I think it's more fun. And the thing is that like the big difference between like this game and like past God of Wars where you get a bunch of like items that do different things and, you know, moves you level up or moves you unlock and stuff. This one, it's more like there are multiple things to level up all at once. You level up Kratos, you lay, you level up Atreus, you level up the ax. You level up your son. Yeah. He's like a, he's almost like his own set of supporting moves. Huh, Do you unlock cool. extra skill slots in Sun? <laughs> um, sort of. Um, he is like kind of scholarly in his ways. Like you find like runes everywhere, and Kratos can't read it. Because mm. <laughs> Kratos can't. I want to just believe he can't read at all. I mean, he's it's just completely possible. illiterate. It's possible. <laughs> 
like you find like runes and like his mother taught him how to read them and he just he reads them all. But then later later in the game where I am right now is I'm now, finding these Now is his mother one of the women from the sex mini games in the other game? <laughs> wow. That's mean. She's dead. It's the whole story of the game. You're taking her ashes to the top of a mountain. It's her and rubbing wish. them all over your spotty because that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what, what Kratos that's what Kratos does. does. Was he like, maybe I won't do that this time? <laughs> I mean, as much as God of War did have its sex mini games, it didn't have anything on The Witcher. <laughs> That's true. Well, The Witcher doesn't have many games. You don't have to, you don't have to push buttons <laughs> during the encounters. Unicorns. Yeah, on unicorns. I still have never gotten to that. Anyhow. I did all the Kira Metz quests. I, I got that one. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Rick. Um. Man, The Witcher 3 is a good game. Yes, it is. <laughs> and also, everyone's a jerk. Everyone's a freaking jerk. Anyway, God of War. I love Geralt so much, though. I know. I know. He's 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 definitely an enjoyable... Yeah. Uh, he's he's at just as inconvenienced by side quests as you are. <laughs> that's my favorite thing about him. I like that he's going to be in Soul Calibur. Yes, that's he's very the, cool. Really? Yeah, he's the guest yeah. character for the for Soul Calibur. Oh, that's awesome. It actually yeah. fits. Yeah. It's not Star like, Wars. Yeah, it fits. And his trailer is like, I hate portals. <laughs> it's like, I came through a portal and I hate it. <laughs> so I'm here now and I'm going to fight people with swords and magic. Kratos is kind of like that too. Like, you keep running into all these people, well, or things that used to be people, mm-hmm. and like, hey, can you do this thing? And Kratos is like, and then like, Atreus is like, yeah, Dad, you know, it's you know, it's help these, it's help these people, you know, accomplish their their goals or whatever. And Kratos is just like, uh. <laughs> I spent an hour fighting this one stupid boss, and it kept killing me and kept killing me, and I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. And so I, I just was flipping through the menus, and I was like, I have a bunch of stupid experience points I haven't put in anything. <laughs> that and so I started doing that, and then all of a sudden I got all these amazing combos and whatnot. And I'm like, well, that was easy. Well. <laughs> or you could just put it on easy mode. No, because I'm, I'm not... here to have a good time, no. not a challenging time. No, no, because I like to be challenged. I don't want to have, have my, no, have my I, hand I held. normally do. I normally have uh-huh, a problem with sure. putting on easy mode. But in the case of first-person shooters. <laughs> Whatever, that aren't Cody. Destiny. I'm not that way with... De- well, Destiny makes you feel pretty powerful. It's a good shooting. Yeah. The, the way that some of the bad guys just like you get a good headshot and their vaporous blood poofs out the top of their head. Like, <laughs> God, Destiny's good. Yeah. More people should play Destiny. Oh, then I played Sea of Thieves. You played, so, oh, you <laughs> played some Sea of Thieves. You, 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 you so, stole some pirate booty. and Actually, and... some of my pirate karma came back on me. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Can you tell a like one minute story? Um, <laughs> You're just like, no. Well, no, no. I, I can. I can. I can. Okay. I got some guys at work uh, interested in the game, and they they both got in on it. And we were we were playing the other night, and uh, skull. F- we spent hours just collecting treasure chests and got the stupid twenty chest achievement. And I was a nervous wreck the entire time. I'm like, we have all this treasure on the ship, and what are we doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and skull fort popped up, and we ran over there, and there was nothing going on. So we completed it, like start to finish, mm-hmm. got it done. Had like almost no supplies, no cannonballs, because we didn't prepare for it at all. And we all got kind of blinded by the loot, and we're collecting stuff. And I get on the ship, and I turn around, and here's another ship 
right on top of us and just and just ended us and i was like man oh no oh bummer yep sunk us took all our treasure and then we tried to get revenge and chase them down and it just they were way they were a well-oiled machine (laughs) yeah i was like oh man i now i feel now i feel like what the other people felt like that i did that to i hate it when people complain about griefing in that game because it's like it's a pirate game. A, yeah. That's how it works. The whole yeah. game is designed basically to do that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. If that bothers you that much, maybe don't, maybe find a different game. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, I don't get mad about it because I understand that's the type of game it is. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. about being a thief on the sea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't get mad when people end me in rust, even though I could have made them the shoes I was wearing that they killed me for. <laughs> but that's. That's that's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we get back, we'll get into a little bit of news. Hey, we're back. That was the theme song to Double Dare. Why, why, Pertel, did we play that? Oh, no reason. Because you hate me. What? No, what? no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you not like Double Dare? Nickelodeon's super sloppy Double Dare. <laughs> that was what it was called for a little bit. Yeah, that's a real thing. No, I used to watch it. Yeah. That theme's is terrible. That's a great theme. Yeah, that's, that's a some great theme. Squealing guitars. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got the squeedlies and the peedlies. Yeah. If that was any more nineties, it would have pouches. So you can get get ready to get sloppy. Yeah. Because Double Dare's coming back for like forty episodes. Yeah, they ordered forty <sighs> new episodes of Double Dare. Too bad I don't have a family to play it. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Cody have a plan. Okay. Are you gonna run to family? No. We're gonna go. <laughs> Rent a van, pick out some kids on the street. That's a good um, plan. I think it's like, illegal. Hey, hey kids, do you want to pick a giant nose? A giant gumball slide? Yeah, because you couldn't say you want to be on Double Dare because they won't know what you're talking they about. Won't have, <laughs> they will have zero idea. Oh, because yeah, we're so, old. Yeah, so they got to be, hey, you want to pick a big floppy nose? Yeah. But I'm excited for it to come back. Uh, walk through earwax ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Grab the flag out of the thing. and yeah. Dig through a messy pizza. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. That was like one of my favorites. The pizza oh, yeah. one. I absolutely loved Double Dare as a kid. Like, yeah. I, I was a very, a very big Double Dare fan. Oh, absolutely. That's Same weird, here. You did like stuff that wasn't like, animated a whole lot. Yo, but I like Double Dare. <laughs> 
so do you think they'll get back the original host? Was I, that was that Mark, Mark Summers? No. Mark Summers. I think it. What's his name? Didn't Dave Collier do it at one point? You know what? I'm going. You guys talk. I'm going to look up the host. <laughs> I have to know that. I must know this. <laughs> no, I don't think they can pay Mark Summers enough money. Yeah, because that. he's he has OCD, doesn't he? He doesn't like to get super sloppy. No, that's um, that's Howie Mandel. But no, no but, but no, it's no, also no. Mark Summers. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. That's I've why he has stories. that. He's got that towel on his podium. He's always toweling his hands off on. Okay, so Mark Summers. It's basically hell for him. Was uh, <laughs> the original host, and then Jason Harris was the host when it came back in 2000. So mm. it did come back in 2000. Yeah, for Double Dare 2000. Mm-hmm. And Mark Summers would be a fun get, but I don't think it's necessary. I remember the Jason Harris episodes, and they're just as good. Yeah. Like, you you didn't really come to Double Dare for Mark Summers. <laughs> you didn't. That's, <laughs> you came that's very for true. the GAC. Yeah. <laughs> the messy physical challenge. Yeah. Which I thought, what if you, like, talked to the other team and got them to agree on always daring? So all you did was physical challenges for the whole show. That'd be It'd amazing. be, like, the best episode. That would be would. the best episode. Yeah. Or just take out all the trivia and just do obstacle courses. Yeah. yeah. What's your What's your dream obstacle course item to do? Oh, gosh. Because I, as, as kind of lame as it is, I've always wanted to do that gumball slide. I don't know what it <laughs> that is. That gumball slide seems pretty good. About, you know, being all the completely submerged in a ball pit down a slide seems that, pretty awesome. That sounds pretty great. Um, it's a classic. I got to go with the big nose. The big nose. You got to shove that hand right up that big nose and try to find that flag. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm for that. Wasn't there like a big ice cream one? Yes, there was a big... round and That could be fun. Yeah, that big ice fun. cream sundae sure. with the flag hidden in it. Yeah. It smells awful because of the lights. Yeah, probably. Well, I've read that apparently it just smelled like death because <laughs> the hot lights on like cream. Yeah. <laughs> Whipped cream. <sighs> well, in that one, they had like that pool full of baked beans. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I love the parody they did in UHF of that, where they had to find the marble and the uh, oatmeal. <laughs> and the prizes you get to drink from the fire hose. <laughs> I, miss, I miss that video game game show. Nick Arcade? Nick Arcade yeah. was yeah, great. Yeah, that was rad. Oh, man, yeah. Man, I would have I would have killed the crap out of that game. <laughs> Should do it with adult guts. Yeah, <laughs> like I can't do this. No, no, no I don't want to do adult guts because it'll be boring. Because all the guts contestants were like young Olympians. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny. Then yeah. no, they need to do guts with normal people. I'm no. too old to hang off this bungee and try to make yeah. it. It would just be be jumping up and down on a bungee and then falling. I can't, yeah, I can't breathe. Yeah, <laughs> like my feet would hit the ground and I would just buckle. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just thought of uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, but for uh, normal adults who are very easily startled by jump scares. <laughs> so everyone, yeah. I could, I could just picture them going through that maze at the end, and like a, a tribesman jumping out, and like some adult just like just freaking out and running in the opposite direction. Uh, yes, or yes. the temple guardian getting decked. Well, that too. Yeah, depending on yes. That would be great. I mean, I loved Legends of the Hidden Temple. That was I like my, too. That was, a, that was my that was, favorite. Yeah, I like that one. I, I feel apparently like, really loved Nickelodeon game shows as a kid. Well, I feel like that one had like the most like production costs. Yeah, it was like, very well themed. Yes, it was very thematic. And it was very rigged. Yeah. Well, yes. 
Because they didn't have a budget. I think they pretty much ruined all the budget on the... What about Get the Picture with Mike O'Malley? <laughs> oh, man. I I didn't remember that. And then you said Mike O'Malley. And I was like... like I was like... He's also the host of Guts. Oh, that may be where I was getting it. That oh, was the was one that? where you had to slowly unveil a picture and then figure out what it was. What was that one game show they had where they, like, they always had like... They always Finders had, like, Keepers. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, they always had like... Uh, like judges from like the various like nickel- figure it out, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a good one too. That was a really good one. Yeah, they always had like the like the all fat in roundhouse guests. Yeah, <laughs> yep. It's like Lori Beth Denberg and Danny Tamborelli. <laughs> Back before Ke- before Keenan and Kel got too famous. Yeah. Well, more well, Keenan than Kel. More Keenan than Kel. Let's <laughs> be honest. Kel is a traitor. Or Keenan's a traitor. He went all the way to the Saturday Night Live, didn't bring Kel with him. I know, right? <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Kel's doing fine for himself. He's uh, a supporting role on one of those Nickelodeon like shows for teens, the one about the uh, the, the teenage game designers. <laughs> yeah, no, there's... Okay, so there's a show about two uh, two young girls who are teen, like um, pre-teen or teen uh, app designers, like game app designers, and they get funded by this um, little boy who is the son of a rapper. And Kel is the rich rapper. He is <laughs> he is basically toned down Kanye West, who is giving these preteens money to just have antics every week. <laughs> a decent premise. Yeah, it's it's not too terrible. I mean, they gotta... it's, it's like iCarly, but apps, app games instead of web shows, web shows, blogging, vlogging. You, you think iCarly would be all that more revel- relevant now than it was you when it came so. out? You would think so. Yeah. Like it's with right... your with your Logan Pauls that the kids love. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, let's talk about some other news. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about non-trash human being. Um, Venom. <laughs> sure, he's better than Logan Paul. Yeah. He's better than the Paul brothers. Yeah, that's true. So there was a trailer for the uh, Sony not Spider-Man adjacent film Venom, uh, starring Tom Hardy. And I hate to say it, but. Uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah. I did not think that that was a movie that I wanted to see because <laughs> how can you do a Venom movie who was was introduced initially as a Spider-Man villain? Well, actually, as a, as a costume. As a Spider-Man like, costume. Yeah. Um, His DNA is intrinsically linked to that of Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> So how would they introduce and have the character stand on its own without Spider-Man in the background and it seems as though they're gonna make it work it looks good he looks like venom and he looks cool yeah (laughs) i was half expecting when like in the new in the trailer when he goes flying off that motorcycle and the tendrils like grab the motorcycle and pull him back to it yeah that was really cool i thought it was gonna like do like kind of like an agent venom thing where it like took over the motorcycle and made it all venomy looking well that would almost be getting too close to like spawn spawn spawn's cape yeah but it he does it in the comics, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Spawn. Another product of the 90s with pouches. <laughs> Did you see uh, uh, Rob Liefeld? Yes, is, that's he why is, I keep talking about he it. He is introducing a character, a throwaway character in one of the Deadpool comics called The Pouch, and he is like a being comprised completely out of leather pouches <laughs> with a giant gun that shoots tiny pouches. <laughs> <laughs> The pouch. Mm-hmm. At least he can laugh at himself, oh, I guess. Yeah. You know what? The Rob has a great sense of humor about himself. He knows exactly 
how big of a joke he is. <laughs> and he, he plays into it. Also, dude loves basketball. I follow him on Twitter. Huh. Loves basketball. Didn't know that. Big fan. I can't get that double there song out of my head. <laughs> I still got guts. What was that? What was that other Nickelodeon show where you like the end of it was you sat in a roller coaster and went through a big pie? That was what would you do? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. There's the pouch. There's the pouch. Oh god. He is nothing but pouches, and look, he is shooting a tiny pouch out of his pouch gun. His pouch head is hilarious. Yeah. Looking. What 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 would you do? Also hosted by Mark Summers. Yeah. I remember watching that like every day after school. <laughs> but but the moment Hey Dude comes on, you change the channel. Yeah, change that channel because why? Yeah. Why would you watch Hey Dude? Also didn't care for Salute Your Shorts either. I liked Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, it was okay. I am in the extreme minority that I did not 100% love Pete and Pete when I was a kid. When I was oh, a kid. I loved Pete I and Pete. <laughs> Everybody loved Pete and Pete. I don't remember Pete and Pete. It's good. Yeah. Other than the whole cream corn thing. Wasn't there like the strongest man in the world? Artie, the strongest Artie. man in the world. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. Hmm. I need to go back and watch it again. Yeah, I think I need to as well. Because I bet I would enjoy it more now than I did then. Uh, okay, pick a topic. Pick Man, another thing. We're really going down a Nickelodeon hole. Yeah, the, yes, we're going down the Nick, Nickel Nick, hole. Nick, 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 hole. Man, that just sounded awful. Yeah. yeah uh, do yeah. we want to go into some Nintendo video game? Why not? Sure. Yeah. Um, they announced their E3 schedule. Yeah. Which once again, it's just going to be a Nintendo Direct. And that's um, that's fine. Yeah. They why don't, not? They don't need a uh, a they don't need a big press conference. Yeah. They don't need to spend the money on that, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, not... we could talk about his new president too. Yeah, oh yeah, they got a new president too. Oh, they did the the um, what's his name? Isn't the he Kim? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, <laughs> but no, they got someone else. Yeah, a younger guy, like a forty-six-year-old guy who used to be like in charge of Pokemon Company stuff. Really? Yeah. Okay, good. So that's they, that's exciting. They news. got a young new president who will probably show up in Nintendo Directs and stuff like Iwata used to. That's good. That's good. Maybe he'll be the Japanese like Reggie. And yeah. <laughs> if he has a little bit of a sense of humor to him, that would be kind of neat. I do miss Iwata. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I mean, my body is ready. <laughs> P- um, please understand. You please understand. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the um E3 stuff. What's I, going on? I think with the that? date for their thing was like June. 12? Something like that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it's around the time it usually is mm-hmm. during E3. And it looks like the big focus, the big focus game, because the last couple of years they've done their E3 just by focusing on one big game. One major game. Yeah. Last year it was Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Year before it was Zelda. I'm putting money on Smash Brothers being the one this year. Yeah. It's the only thing they really showed in their pre in their information release they did the other day yeah i kind of agree with that um do you think they'll have any other announcements to go along with smash or do you think it's just going to be smash? oh they'll, they'll definitely have other stuff they mm-hmm. always had other stuff the other years yeah too. that's true um i mean it'll be mainly smash they yeah say, even the um treehouse bit coming after the mm-hmm. nintendo direct like they did the other years is going to be smash first it's the first thing they're going to do okay hey that's cool that's fine. I'm actually looking to see maybe hopefully they'll have some information about um, uh, SMT. Yeah, that would be cool. SMT and um, Shin Megami Tensei and uh, uh, Metroid. 
Metroid. Me- I would love to see Prime footage of Metroid something? Prime Four. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't get first person shooters, but Metroid Prime Four look. You know. Metroid Prime. It's that not. Series is decent. It's enough. not as much of a first person shooter as you would think yeah. either. There's a lot of like platforming and they're lock on shooting. Like it's more of a first person adventure than a shooter. And that's cool. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm keeping my uh, fingers crossed for some Animal Crossing. Yeah. I think yeah. they'd be nuts not to announce it at this point. But they also said that the Direct's going to focus mainly on games that are coming out this year. Oh, okay. So you won't get anything like crazy in the future. Yeah. Which is nice because a lot of other companies will like show something and it's like, that's going to come out in six years. Yeah, yeah. Or you see a trailer for it every E3 for the rest of your life. <laughs> Death Stranding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like that biker zombie game for PlayStation oh, 4. I'm telling you what it's called. <laughs> I think it's called Days Gone. Yeah, but we've right. seen it like so two, two or three. Yeah, the whole thing kind of Yeah, generic. it is. I mean, I'll give it a try when it comes out. Like, it looks like a neat game, but mm-hmm. geez, you could come up with anything more interesting. Uh but but it it gets old seeing games that early and then having to wait forever. Yeah. Like Bioshock Infinite, what was that like a solid six years between when they announced oh, yeah. it and when it oh, came yeah, out? That was forever. Yeah, that was bad. So go ahead and keep it to recent games. I don't yeah. know. Sony's the worst about that though. They do it the worst. Yeah. Like we've seen, we saw God of War for like two years before it just came out. Now. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been seeing... Okay, this actually kind of leads into a little thing. We don't have it on the list, but I just want to talk about it for a sec because it just reminded me of it. Um, talking about games that uh, were announced years ago and are just now coming out. Um, so the uh, Detroit Become Humans coming out soon, right? Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about any of the uh, slight controversy that's been going on with Quantic Dream and any of that stuff? Um, they've been having questionable labor practices haven't yeah they? there was a, a a french magazine that ran an article um that interviewed a worker uh, someone who worked uh for quantic dream at one point where they basically called the game design studio like a labor camp like oh, it no. was super unfair like um uh, working conditions and wages and like hours and stuff like that and um so there was a um follow-up to that and uh like someone was trying to do a follow-up article on it or whatever. And people were like trying to kind of like keep it kind of hush hush about that. The article in the, um, the French magazine and stuff. And um, the uh, follow-up article writer contacted the original article writer and said, Oh yeah, I'm a, I can't get into things right now because I'm it's, you know, legally, I can't talk about any of this stuff. So they go, so they, the follow-up article writer went to uh, Sony and said, Hey, what's, what's going on with, quantic dream and stuff and everything and sony's like ha, 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 i nothing everything's going great about the time david cage announces we are suing that french magazine for a slanderous you know libelous <laughs> things but like he has no leg to stand on david david cage is the as the um creator and owner of quantic dreams the game de- development company but um like he has no leg to stand on because like they were reporting facts yeah, and not like making wild claims. <laughs> like there was no like conjecture or anything in the art or initial article. So like, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what David Cage is doing the other only, than making the bad game. Yeah, the only defense I could see them coming up with was just being like, well, this is well, the industry works. 
which is a bad. Yeah. It's like, well, it shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that's a real problem in the game development industry of, of crunch and how mm-hmm. workers are treated. Um, They've just been talking about unionizing game development mm-hmm. at the last uh, GDC. So it, it's an issue. Yeah. That's... And David Cage is probably guilty of it. He's probably <laughs> incredibly guilty of it because... He's David Cage. Now we're going to get sued for slander. Is David Cage. <laughs> I've heard, though, that Detroit Become Human is actually pretty good. We'll see. We'll, yeah. we'll yeah. see about there's that. A, there's a demo coming out, actually, in a, real soon. Yeah. It, I have no doubt that it's probably going to be the best David Cage game. Probably. But, like, that's not exactly the highest bar to set. Like, Heavy Rain was fine. Yeah, but have I, you liked, s- I liked Heavy Rain. But like Beyond Two Souls, if you start looking at the plot for like more than half a second, that's weird and messed up. <laughs> oh, that's the PlayStation Plus free game for this month, too. Oh, yeah. So I'm uh, definitely going to get on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jump on that. Uh, have you played it in any before? or just No, never? I have not played okay, it. Yeah. yeah, there's some questionable stuff in that one. <laughs> oh, no. My um, PlayStation 3 exploded right before it came out. Oh, jeez. Bummer. Yeah. But uh but that's that one was bad. The uh what was it? Fahrenheit or um I never played Fahrenheit or Indigo Prophecy. Indigo Prophecy. Depending yeah. on where you're from. Yeah. And uh Omicron the Nomad Soul looks it's an like all time classic. <laughs> best game ten out of ten. Yeah. No, it's like the worst game. But it does have David uh Bowie in it. Yeah, which I is... have like a, a soft spot for it though. Yeah. Like it's that so weird. That world that they created is so out there and different. It's out there and different, but like the game itself is kind of a mess. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah. It doesn't know whether it wants to be an adventure game mm-hmm. or a fighting game or a first person shooter. It tries to do all of those things. We and, make it all the game. Yeah, it's all the games yeah. and it, none of them are good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, using we, an accent because David Cage yeah. is uh Belgian, so But the the adventure game portion's yeah. good. I'll yeah. give it that. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And walking around and navigating this weird future world that mm-hmm. it's really unlike anything else design-wise. Yeah. Right. But we don't need to talk about old, 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 old David Cage games. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think Josh has fallen asleep. You good, buddy? Yeah, I'm fine. You're fine? Okay. Okay, he okay, looks good. like he fell asleep. Yeah. You take a little nappy-poo there. I was just listening. Okay. Uh, well, okay, Josh, then. Uh, why don't you pick one? <laughs> pick an article. Pick a thing. I think we have time for one more. There's a four Star Trek movie coming out. Yes, there oh, is. Yeah. yeah, they announced that uh, Star Trek Four, which has no title, uh, is picking up a female director. Not, I don't remember who they said she Did they was. say who it I was? I don't think they said. Yeah, they did. They, oh, they did? Mm. They're not just like, we're looking for a lady this time. <laughs> They should bring Janeway back. It should be a reboot. It should be Janeway. A reboot yes. with Janeway. S. J. Uh, so Clarkson uh, is the uh, director. She has done. They're planning a fourth movie with Chris Chris Hemsworth. Hey, plays, who played he was his in the first one? In, yeah, oh he yeah, was, he was Chris Pine's dad. And yeah, and, yeah, that's true. He's skinny. He was skinny boy back in. Mm-hmm. Clarkson is best known for the, her work on the TV uh, scene. Such as Dexter, Bates Motel, Orange is the New Black, and Jessica Jones. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's uh, directed a handful of episodes of uh, The Defenders. So that's good. Like, that sounds really awesome, and I'm into it. Um, 
if they bring Hemsworth back, maybe there's like time travel elements. Yeah. I mean, it's Star Trek. It's Star Trek. <laughs> or maybe yeah. it just takes place before Kirk was born. Yeah, that could be. It takes place on the Kelvin. Is that the Kelvin? That was the Kelvin. The yes. Kelvin, yeah. I know Star Trek. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, if Kirk's not born yet, sounds like it's a good time for the galaxy. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Star Trek and Captain Kirk and stuff, I guess the Discovery Season 2 is uh, going to like feature young original series Kirk. Hmm. Huh. Like... I wouldn't think they'd go to that well already, but... Yeah, like, I've heard that's, like, the major, you know, that's, like, Kirk is going to be on whatever the... Dis- is, is the ship the Discovery? Yes, it's called the Discovery. Okay, Kirk is going to serve briefly on the Discovery before being promoted to his own ship, the Enterprise. Hmm, that'll and, be interesting. And, I wonder every, who... and everyone will be pregnant. <laughs> Everybody on the Discovery is suddenly pregnant. You know, going back and watching some of those original series episodes... Kirk doesn't get down as much as the they, jokes are. The jokes make him out to be like he's not Riker. <laughs> no, he's not Riker. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh, I tell you, I think one of my favorite episodes of the original series is when uh, the Kirk doppelganger comes out of the transporter. <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta yeah. watch like Shatner go all super ham on the acting yeah angry kirk and sad kirk yeah <laughs> was that the same episode where they had like that dog with the yeah. horn <laughs> they just kind of glued it was a cocker spaniel a with cocker a spaniel horn with a horn and a, and, a, and a mane that they like glued on it yeah that was a good one Man, i haven't watched the original star trek in a while i need to sit down and rewatch it i need yeah it's been a few years yeoman rand oh God, Yeoman Rand. I was a fan of Yeoman Rand. Her, <laughs> her, hair, say. her hair is awesome. It is. It was yeah. also fake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I like uh, Nurse Chapel a lot as well. Yeah. That's, that's, she She doesn't get as much uh, attention as a main cast member, but it, going back and watching some of the episodes, she is like there a lot of the time. Yeah. And because it was Mar- uh, Marjorie Barrett, that was uh, Gene Roddenberry's wife. Wife, yeah. yeah. And also the voice of the computer in later series. That's right. Though going back and watching it, like, you see, like, uh, George Takei in a bunch of roles. Like, he's Sulu, mm-hmm. but Sulu didn't have a job yet. Yeah, he was just... <laughs> he was, like, in the science department. He was just and then he was in this extra. Yeah. yeah, it was in this other department, and it's... <sighs> but no, a Star Trek four with a with a female director. I think it's great. We need more female directors I mean, out there, uh, especially the, in the genre star- work. The, the Abrams Star Trek movies have, yeah, like... They, I think they got better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, they never, got... I haven't seen the third one. I really liked it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mainly for me, it was better because it didn't try to copy any um, previously established Trek. Yeah, like in, Into Darkness. Kinda, into Darkness kinda, was kind of ticked me off. Yeah, that one got bogged down too much by being, you know, <laughs> self-referential. We're to doing Wrath the same Khan. thing, but kind of different. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Now Kirk's in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you know, the third one's got that really amazing scene with that Beastie's Boy song. Yeah, the Beastie Boy show- song come- makes a comeback, and it makes sense within the within why the movie, they used yeah. it. Yeah, huh. yeah. We should probably watch that. Yeah, a good film. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hey, um, I think we've pretty much hit time for the week, so we should probably go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on most forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at Nerd Overload. Wait a minute. What? 
we didn't talk about the email we got. Oh, yeah, shoot. We got an email. We should talk about that real quick. Yeah. It, yeah. Guess what? It's mailbag time. Mailbag time. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we got an email from um, one of our super fans, Jordan. Uh, thank you very much, Jordan, for sending us an email. Uh, it was specifically about the um, Austin, Austin Powers, Powers talk, talk that we last had last week. Last week. We were talking yeah, about baby, who yeah. could play the son of Austin Powers. And uh, let me pull this email up. Okay, <laughs> so Jordan's email says, I'd like to see Anna Kendrick or Kat Dennings as Austin Powers' daughter. Because I guess it makes sense that we talked about the son of Austin Powers, but we didn't really extend it out to, like, a daughter. Which is, I think, is an even better idea. It's an incredibly valid point. Yeah, I think it's a much more interesting film concept than son of Austin Powers. mm -hmm. Because then we'd have to deal with Austin Powers, I think, would very obviously be disappointed he didn't have another son to teach all his tricks and skills. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> now, what do you think about Anna Kendrick or Kat Dennings as um, um, what would the female version they're, of Austin? They're the both name? great. Like, yeah, I, I love both Anna Kendrick and Kat Dennings. I think they would both be pretty good in this fictional movie we're making. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anna Powers. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think I like Anna Kendrick better than I Kat think, Dennings for mm-hmm. this particular role. <laughs> yeah, I think I think in this. Yeah, I agree. Would they give her the the messed up teeth? No, Austin even, Powers' no. teeth. Because even even Austin eventually they, fixed they his fixed teeth. the teeth eventually. Yeah, that's that, that is true. That was also, second movie. I can't mm-hmm. see Hollywood headlining a movie where a woman had an unattractive yeah. set of teeth. Yeah, that's true. It's fu- as funny as it would be. They it would be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, I I I I agree. I think Anna Kendrick would be a better fit. Of those I mean, two. imagine her in the the blue velvet jumpsuit with the the. Okay, let me, let me let me let me imagine that for a second. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be good. very funny. Mm-hmm. It would be very good, funny and good. Driving the Shagwar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that was a thing. <laughs> you know, it'd be perfect though. I just thought of because you mentioned his name earlier, Adam Devine. Adam, oh my God! Yeah, Adam Devine is son of Austin Powers. That would be good. I'm yeah, trample over that, but yeah. I think it'd yeah, I think that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> if they were redoing it now instead of Scott Evil, they could have. Uh, they can get. Um, oh, what's her name from uh, Parks and Rec as Surly? Oh, Surly daughter of Doctor Evil. Plaza. Aubrey Plaza yeah. as, as yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or what if she just was Doctor Evil? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, that could work too. Yeah. She'd do it. She, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she did Grumpy Cat. <laughs> she, oh, I forgot about, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, hey, we were in the, uh, again, thank you we very much the for the emails. You can, e- yeah, and uh, if you have any emails, you know, staff at nerdoverload.com. Send them in. We'll talk we'll about talk, it. We'll talk and about we'll it go on wild eventually when it. we remember to do it. Um, <laughs> we were can, in the middle of the, int- of yeah, the outro. Yeah, you can, you can follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's the nomenclature for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called, it's Nerd Overload TV. That's right. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, just about anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find this podcast. And uh, again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>